We are rocking and rolling. We have Dylan Schmidt on the show. Thank you. I'm stoked to be here. I was listening to your most recent episode at like 3 a.m. this morning when I was feeding my four-month-old daughter, just <laughs> like Congrats. listening to you in the middle of the night. Thanks. And uh, I'm super glad to be here. I feel like... yo. Beautiful thing. That's honestly, honestly, like how many times can I say honestly in this episode? Um, <laughs> that's one of my favorite things about podcast creators is I, my wife does the same thing. She, we have, we have a young son and, and like she'll be cooking, she'll be hanging out like, and she'll just have like a podcast going and you're able to do multiple things while you're kind of eavesdropping in on someone else's way of thinking, which is, which is a really, a really cool concept in my opinion. Yeah. Isn't it? And at like 3 a.m. though, I was listening on my AirPods, you know, um, I had like the noise machine. Your daughter wasn't listening too? <laughs> you know what? Actually, what's funny is, you know, your podcast is like safer to play, but some podcasts, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I'm like, I don't know if this is right to be playing. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, makes, that makes sense. The AirPods too, it's more um, mindful of everyone else too that is trying to uh, go along Sleep. with their day. Like sometimes, you know, I... I, I we're going off on a tangent. I have this funny skit idea where it's a couple who both have their podcast on, like on speaker, and they like get in this like kind of back and forth match for turning it up the loudest. Like the one then gets a boombox and then turns theirs up, and then the other one gets like the sound system and turns theirs up, and it's just like they're in this little apartment, like both competing on whose podcast should be the one that everyone listens to. That sounds like my worst nightmares as a neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I love this tangent. Uh, again, so I honestly, do I come across your content? You have a clean brand. Uh, all of your positioning is very strong. You are, in my mind, like a go-to person on creating a digital podcast. Maybe it's because of the show, the digital podcast, <laughs> the digital podcaster, uh, your course, the podcast academy, or your agency uh, content clips, which which uh, you guys do incredible work, and I've seen a lot of your great work. You've you've done work for me, um, it, uh, which is. I've seen examples of your work for me, which is which is like you're the you're the right person at this time in like the creator economy to be talking to specifically because I'm getting so many big TikTok creators, big and small creators reaching out to me and saying, Tom, like, I want to start a podcast. Where do I start? So I'm excited for this conversation because I know that I and them will get a lot of insights from this. Yeah, and I'm I'm pumped to talk because. You are also in both, you're creating both. And I just love the conversation. Like, I know, I'm sure you feel the same way. This is something you could talk about all day because it just flows naturally because you're doing it and it's part of you. It's an extension. And being in the short form and long form to me is so interesting because they're at like, you know, they're, they're kind of pulling against each other. People that do short form, long form, like podcasts is like, how the heck do you do that? People that do long form see short form as like this road to burnout. It's a fascinating conversation. Yes, yes. And, and so before we move forward, just so in the back of people's mind as they're listening, what are ways that someone could work with you? Yeah, so I my account is Digital Podcaster on all of them except Twitter because they don't, that's too many letters for Twitter. So it's Digi Podcaster, whatever. Mm, mm, um, mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so DylanSchmidt.com, DigitalPodcaster.com, Content Clips. Um, but the easiest way is just to, to Instagram, TikTok, digital podcaster. 
Um, my main like focus at the moment is just, I send out a twice weekly email newsletter that I'm like really jazzed about because I put a lot of work into it and I'm like, why don't I just make this more of a thing? It's free. So that's podcastnewsletter.com. But yeah, just it's like eight ways I just said. Dude, that's a great <laughs> domain. That's a Dude, great I'm, domain. I'm a domain uh, hoarder. A&E needs to make a show about this because I got so many domains. <laughs> I've, spent, I've spent more money on domains. It's crazy. Uh, so, so, all right. Yeah, sign up to the newsletter. Check out the, check out the social handles. I, I'm a, a, a subscriber to the newsletter as well. Uh, and then, so yeah, let's, let's get right into it. I'll have people reach out like, and say, Tom, I want to start this freaking show. And, and the, and the question that I get consistently, it's like, it's one of those things where I'm like, anyone could Google this question. (laughs) Tons of people have made content around this question, but like, what is the MVP setup? They like from like, like, this is like the one, let's get this one out of the way. Like what does someone need to start and publish their, let's say first 10 episodes most MVP, most valuable podcast, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Minimal <laughs> viable product, podcast, podcast product <laughs> publishing tools for for their show. Uh, what what, uh, what I'm going to buy that domain real quick. Hold on. Let me buy that yeah, domain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That domain. <laughs> like where they can record it, uh, where yeah. they can, like what 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 is the, what's like a, a starter microphone yeah. uh, and how to, and where they should be publishing this. Yeah. So, similar to how I feel like you kind of approach things, you got to approach like lean, right? You don't need to invest a bunch of equipment. That might be the better word. The lean podcast start setup. (laughs) I like that. I like that. I'm going to buy that. I want to write that one. I want to get that. I'm going to get that before you get it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get the dot IO, the dot CO. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like really it comes down to like, you know, it's funny, just like anything that you make, the more you start looking at it, the more options you create for yourself and it starts to get really overwhelming, the longer you stare at it. You know, yep. if you were looking at a podcast, if you just were like, I'm going to make a podcast, but then you like stopped thinking about like how to do it, you would probably just record, you know, what it, with whatever you had with your friends or yourself. And then you'd go, okay, how do I upload it? But oftentimes where I think people trip up is they look at like, well, do it, I, they start thinking about it. Should I do video? How, how do I promote it? And it's like, well, hold on. Like, let's just start. At what's the, the what's domain? The well, what's yeah, the yeah. Domain? Like, do I need a domain? Yeah. Do I need a photo how shoot much? for the cover need, art? Like, yeah. yeah. Do I need a lawyer? Do I need to trademark the name? Yep. Um, you know, what microphones, what cameras, what headphones? How do I, can I play music? How do I get guests? Um, yeah. And the more I've stuck with like my niche or niche, depending on whatever the way to say it is, uh, I realize there is so much to podcasting and even, you know, you can simplify it, but it gets complex. And so, yeah. So keeping things simple in the beginning, like keeping it, just seeing if it's for you, just trying it out, like just simply recording audio. Don't worry about the video. Um, You can always add things on, but most people prevent themselves from starting just by, you know, making it too complex. So honestly, like it could be as simple as using your AirPods or, or whatever microphone you got. And then if you want to like spend a little bit more time, like to me, the next level up is, all right, what's like your big idea for this show? Like, why are you doing this show? Some people, you know, have different reasons. Like some people's therapists tell them to start shows. So they're not podcasting for the, you know, they're like, I'm going to make this to get famous and rich, you know, but that's, 
those always those people always like strike me as interesting because they will pop up uh, in podcast forms and whatnot. And then I'm like, what are you doing here? If you're like goal is just to use this as like a journal, uh, because that's a different strategy than like, I want people to listen to it. Yeah. So think of your listener, you know, what's your big idea that you want to share with them? Doesn't mean you have to deliver that big idea every single episode. You could deliver little parts, but you know, what's, why are you doing the podcast and outside of yourself too? Like, well, I want to share about my love for, or, you know, how important climate change is. Then, you know, that's a big idea. And then break that down into smaller ideas. And those smaller ideas could be episode topics. And, uh, and yeah, and there's like, you know, a bunch of different strategies, but at its core, just simply approaching it, like, why am I doing this? And dude, so many people will rarely just pause and be like, you know, hold on, why am I doing this? And then once they pause, sometimes it'll turn into anxiety. Like, who am I to be doing this? Why? Oh my gosh. Like, you know, and then you start doing it and it doesn't go away. It's not like you do a couple episodes and you're like, all right, I got it. The confidence down. Everyone should listen to me. No, like sometimes it gets louder and you're like, oh no, like now I'm doing this and you feel even more. So to me, I like to look at a lot of the mindset stuff around podcasting because at the end of the day, I think that's what trips people up because, you know, the technology has been so much more accessible than it's ever been and the mindset around creating content to me is what's fascinating can can i throw in something too around a way to practice without even having to start your own show and get a sense if you like it or not i did this i actually when i started uh reach out to people that have their own shows and say hey i think someone i think you should have I think someone should ask you questions. I think someone should, should flip the script and, and you should be the guest on your own show and I'll come on and host it. I'll facilitate the questions from your audience. And it's just a great way to develop the skill sets of hosting a show without having to do all of the start. And I, I did that. Um, I did that for friends. Uh, they, ha- they were like, it was funny. They were, they were, they're friends now, uh, but at the time, they were doing like an, a, a live video, and I just commented. I was like, they, they were like, who should we have on the show? And I was like, me. <laughs> so I can, and, and I'll ask you the questions. And they were like, yeah, that's actually a good idea. And then they were like, they hit me up like, the, like, like super quickly, and they were like, um, yo, do you want to uh, actually do that? The thing is, we're actually leaving out of town in like a couple days. Can we do it tomorrow? And I was like, no, <laughs> like, like, like that quick a turnaround. Like, I didn't really know them that well to like be able to like prepare for both of them. Um, then I was just like, screw it, let 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 let's let's just do it. And I I was going in thinking I was going to do it. Um, do ask them both questions at the same time. They said, can you do us both separately? So I then then I had to do both of these guys and the one guy didn't really have like a public like like persona yet so I didn't even know any background of him and, <laughs> and so I do I did these two like hour long uh, podcasts where like I didn't have much context or like much intel for even what to ask and I got done and I was like yo that was like a lot of fun for me uh you know once I kind of got into it I started to found, find my flow and I was like if I if I keep doing that, like I'll it, like it'll be even become more natural to me. Um, 
So what I'm getting at is anyone that's listening, like there's ways to, to kind of test it to see if you th- this is, like you said, like a, a fun format for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I love that because that's in the perfect example of like, you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be some person with a platform that's like, I'm going to, I'm a podcaster now. I have to take on this identity of like, yo, you got to listen to me because I'm a podcaster. Like you could simply just be interested in something and then, and like, like you, like interested in who you're talking to. And that is interesting for the listener. And that is really cool, you know, and just to have that freedom, because it's weird, like how we show up on online is just like, you know, some people are just like, I got to be, I got to know everything right now, you know, and the most, some of the most intelligent people don't act like they're the experts, but they might know the most, you know, and so just be yeah, interested. Like, I say it a lot. I say I'm not an expert, but people still hire me to do expert stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, like yeah. it's sort of like my, my positioning. I'm like, hey, I don't – like, these platforms are always changing. Anyone that says they're an expert, like, they're not right. <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. because it's yeah. three – it's it's different, uh, you know, especially yeah. short-form, like, social platforms, that is. Um, yeah. Podcasting so, is kind of – podcasting is – I know that new platforms are coming up with new ways to publish your content, but it's the format is pretty consistent over the years. Social yeah. is that one thing where it's like three months, like, oh, the algorithm switched. Like, no one's an expert now. Like, you, know, you got to yeah. figure it out again. Yeah. And I think that is like something interesting about podcasting. Like, I don't consider myself like a podcast expert. That seems weird, but like I've spent... I don't know how many hours I like I used ChatGPT for that. Like, okay, how many hours make something like, you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I've spent a lot of time on this and I know you're definitely more of an expert than most people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would definitely like, I'm definitely not like too naive because I spend so much time, but I spend so much time and I'm so far down the rabbit hole that at the end of the day, it's also about like each person in their podcast. It's not like, and it's by a per person too. It's if like you have a co-host, the co-host and the host are like, it's all different dynamics, you know, a lot of dynamics going on. So to me, like, you know, like blanket things for people is hard, you know, um, to be like, do it th- exactly like this. Cause it's kind of like, I guess like fitness or something, you know, like I know there's some blanket things, but at its core, the, everyone's unique. The, the thing is people want to be told what to do though. Yeah, uh, for sure. At least at the beginning, yeah. And I'll I agree with do. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that let's sounds... tell someone what to do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let's for say sure. they're th- I'm going to be specific with it. They're a creator educator who has uh, built yes. a TikTok following and now they want to start a podcast. Uh what is let's say let's get specific with the microphone, what they're going to record on. Let's say that they're doing remote interviews and solo shows and then how they should publish the show. Yeah. Those three things. So, so microphone typically is going to be, uh, which I heard it mentioned a couple episodes on your uh, show, the Samson Q2U is like the stellar starter mic. Don't make the it's mistake. It's like 50 bucks too, right? It's like 50 bucks. It's crazy. Yeah. Like honestly with like inflation and everything, I'm like, this is the best deal I think <laughs> I've ever seen for like a good, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. why is this? 
it's the last good deal on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Even if you're good. not starting a podcast, just get it. <laughs> I've been recommending this mic for years, and like, I finally bought one. I I bought one and like gave it away, um, but I never like got one to use because I just had fancier mics. And then like I got yeah, it. Was you're like, you're, you're just too balling for that little too. petty stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I don't. But then I bought one. I was like I just need to own one, and I held it, and I was like, okay, what? This is metal. This is nice. The oh. Samsung Q2U's, dude, it's legit. The Samsung yeah. Q2U is legit. It's USB, so you can plug it straight into your computer, uh, or it's XLR, which is just like gives you access. Basically, gives you more access if you ever need to plug it into a different type of connection. Samsung yeah. Q2U is awesome. So the big, somewhat of a big mistake I see a lot of podcasters make is they're not happy with how their microphone sounds, and so they're like, "What? This doesn't sound like yours or Tom's. This sounds like." This doesn't sound like a radio, I guess. And that's usually because the microphone they have is a condenser microphone. So the Samson Q2U is a dynamic microphone, which means it doesn't pick up like the noise from the next room. Typically, it'll just usually kind of keep things contained to the room you're in. You don't have to like have some fancy, you don't have to record in your closet. You know, some podcasters will do that to make it sound better. But the dynamic microphone is what you want. The Samson Q2U is a great starter mic. And then, you know, yeah. So what, what kind of mic is that? Is, 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 it is dynamic? It's a dynamic mic, yeah. Is is mine di- dynamic? You're dynamic, <laughs> yeah. So Tom's using the Shure MV7, which is yeah, is like a beefed up um, Samson Q2U. That's actually um, my like next step up is what I recommend is what Tom's got is the Shure MV7. Also one of the best deals like when it comes to microphone. So like Tom's, for example, uh, also can plug in USB, also can plug in XLR. But what's cool and what I what I really love about Tom's microphone, the MV7, is on your computer, when you plug it in via USB, there's an app from Sure, the company that makes it, and they have this auto gain feature. So you don't have to worry about like, am I recording it too low? And it walks you through the steps of like setting up the microphone correctly. So it hears you good. Um, yeah. You know what I need? I need someone to tell me exactly what settings I should put on that. Is It'll it, do uh, it for you. It has like oh, the really? settings on the app. Have you used the app before? I have. I, I go in because there's a manual and there's an auto side. Um, and then there's like a couple other things you can click. And I, I just kind of clicked them based <laughs> on like, ah, it sounds good. It sounds it's like great. not much. It's not yeah. okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not like I'm like I don't know. Uh, I'm <laughs> dude. I'm I'm so I'm like I'm like the opposite of like because I I I I I I work in creating stuff. Yeah. Uh, a lot of video. People think I'm just I'm like a technically savvy guy, <laughs> but I'm I'm like I'm just not. Uh, yeah. I I like it, it's like it's kind of I kind of do it deliberately. <laughs> to, yeah. Like I'm like I, it's like a um, need to know basis. Like does this work? Exactly. This on cool. Like let's move. You know. I'm, dude, I'm exactly. Like no one needs the know. That's like that's the other thing that bothers me about podcasting and and like with when I created Podcast Academy, I'm like let's cut out all of the fluff because like you don't need to become an audio engineer to make a freaking podcast so i'm like yeah weaving through because i've seen like these podcast courses and they're like today we're going to talk about how to like gain and it's like i need to talk about stuff that i care about like what's the minimum amount of energy i can expel between me having an idea and me getting it out to the world like that's all that matters dude 
Um, yeah, like like frictionless content production dude, is that's is my the life. goal. Yeah, yeah, like my desk right here is like set up, you know, to like literally be like a couple buttons so I could just hit record and go because um, if I have to hit too many buttons, then I won't do it, you know? Yep. <laughs> so I try to like make it as frictionless as possible. So all that, all the like apps and stuff like that is like, it doesn't really matter, honestly. And like, just hit but whatever at the same you time, want. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but at the same time, like you have, you got to set it up once. And then once you set it up once, yeah. you're like, you just want to make it easy. Like, don't just like put it all in the closet and be like, next time I record, just like leave it out, you know, make it easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So then video um, at its core, like you really want to just focus on audio quality podcasts, like just put audio first over the video. Um, sometimes, you know, with short form content, people will prioritize the video, but, uh, because they're like, no one's watching with the sound, but podcasts are an audio first thing. So focus on the audio, make sure you got like the mic set up first, listen to yourself, make sure it sounds good. Make sure you press record. Um, and then when it comes to actually like, how do I record the audio? It's like a common question. So if you're using a Mac, you could just use GarageBand, which is free and that's just audio only. If you were just recording like a solo episode, if you're using Windows, you could use Audacity. And then uh, if you wanted to do interviews, you could use something like Riverside, which is awesome, like super high quality. Um, and there's, you know, a few different options like Riverside, but it's essentially like if Zoom was for podcasters, that's how I look at it. Um, yeah. 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 And that, that's what I use. I don't know if that's what you, you use too, but... It's, I use it's, try to use them all because I'm like trying to yeah. find like what, you know. I feel like I'm always testing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, that's also a good a good strategy to have. I I like it. Um, I like it because uh, I mean you 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 run content clips too. Um, whenever I work with anyone that's editing my clips, I can just send them a link. Like, like I don't have to download them or do anything. I can just send them the link directly, and they can download it. But then also, there's separate tracks for each of us. It does, there's a couple times where it's like it's a little bit janky, but like it's it's a lot easier than flying there and recording in person. <laughs> so, yeah, so a lot um, I, uh, yeah. I I I appreciate the um, you know the the conversations that it like that 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 it's made possible. Um, yeah, yeah, so, and it's better than Zoom, you know. Like Riverside's definitely better than Zoom. The quality, definitely, better. definitely, yeah. That or like, yeah. Uh, and they have records two versions of the of the video or like of the thing like kind of locally and oh yeah i don't know what the other one is i think it records two <laughs> like it has like a backup yeah. version that it's it's recording for you i don't know if they're just saying that no yeah no yeah. like if uh if like my internet dude and that's happened actually on riverside i had my power go out i was recording a podcast with a guy from greece and uh and my power went out i was like are you serious and it records um as you do the interview. So you don't have to worry about like losing stuff. Um, he was That's on amazing. there. My power came back on. Yeah. I hopped back in, but yeah, it's, it's got like some cool features that you don't get in like zoom, you know? Yeah. No, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Riverside. So you record it. Uh, then the next step is to, um, you record it in, in let's say Riverside or GarageBand or mm-hmm. something else. Audacity. Yeah. <laughs> your, you your phone, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and now we're publishing it. Is there something 
besides, like what I usually say is I think it used to be Anchor. I think they changed it to Spotify for podcasters. I think that that's the it like creates an RSS feed that publishes it to all platforms. That's the yeah. one that I, that's the route that I used to do. Now I do Megaphone because I'm with the the uh, HubSpot Podcast time. Network, yeah. and they made me do that. Uh, but I really like <laughs> it. Uh, but I, I but I was totally fine with Anchor, like that that free version. Is it is there one that you recommend, or is that the one that you would go with? Yeah, I'm like so. I'm like opposite to, to a lot of creators. Uh, so like, I don't, I don't have any vested interest in like apps and things like that. Like I, yeah, yeah. I don't do brand deals <laughs> really like, or I've done like one. I just, I try to like, and that's why I test things so I can just like always see what's out there. But, um, and also I can just say neutral. I'm not like, Oh, he's saying this because like he's doing yeah. it. Um, so yeah, Spotify, they call it Spotify for podcasters or Spotify for podcasters now. Um, or Spotify for podcast. Now I'm like, wait, what? Um, it was previously called Anchor. Yeah, yeah yes. That is is the free version of a podcast hosting service. So this part gets a little confusing at first. Um, so let me break it down. So you got your podcast, or yeah, you got your podcast essentially, your your file from Riverside. Um, before you upload that to anywhere, you'll just want to make sure like you chop out at least if you don't do any editing at least edit the very beginning. So there's not like some delay. Uh, nothing will like kill a listener uh, enjoying your podcast, like faster than like, there's just being 30 seconds of nothing happening in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So at least Get edit right the beginning. Uh, yeah. And just, and make sure that that's clean there. Uh, and again, you can make it fancier as you go. Um, but once you got the file, you'll want to set up an account through Spotify for podcasters. And then essentially how it works is you'll have your file You'll go to Spotify for podcasters and then you'll upload your file. And then once you set it up, it distributes your podcast to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, all the different podcast apps. There's a lot of them. And that's confusing for people because um, people are like, do I have to manually go up to Apple Podcasts? Like we're so used to, I got to upload to TikTok, to Instagram, to Twitter, to LinkedIn. Thankfully with podcasts, you just upload in one place and it goes everywhere except YouTube. So you would ha- if you do YouTube, you'd have to do YouTube separately, but um, for now at least. And so, yeah, so once you set it up, you'll basically walk through Spotify for podcasts. We'll walk you through the steps of like, here's how you'll set up on Apple Podcasts. But once you only, you only have to set that up once and then you upload yep. there and it goes everywhere. Yeah, that's actually a low key amazing thing that I that I I didn't think like, th- yeah, that that is what makes it <laughs> way more convenient when you make a short video you got to publish everywhere but yeah the podcast just just sends out to everyone um and then yeah i I love this and then so that, that's a couple of like the key specifics uh how how to record it what to record it on where to publish it now let's talk about what are some of the just so let's say this person's making their first 10 shows and you kind of talked about like some of the mistakes what are like a couple of the key mistakes people make let's say two to three when they're making yeah. their first 10 shows so yeah. maybe maybe just areas where they might it unnecessarily they're overthinking and and it doesn't really matter that much in the first 10 shows yeah so a big one is like setting the wrong goal so for mm-hmm. me um, because like I have worked on podcasts behind the scenes for years, but then I launched my own podcast a couple of years ago and I was like, Oh, this is different. Um, <laughs> and you know, a mistake 
I could have made, but I also see other people make is like not attaching a goal. Like, and it's not just like a big idea of like, Oh, what's my goal with this podcast? Like I'm going to do this. It's literally like something smaller, like how many episodes, what's my goal number of episodes. So statistics show that like most podcasts uh, don't make it past certain points, like three, seven, 11, like 21. Um, So like for me, I was like, I need to make it to episode 22. Like that'll, that'll put me in such a high bracket of like podcasters who push through. So for those first 21, 22 episodes, I couldn't worry about like, am I saying the right thing? Is as like, is anyone listening? Like I could not care about that. Um, I could just follow the motions and just be like, I just got to hit record and upload and I got to get to 22. And that was nice because like, you know, my imposter syndrome kicks in, my overthinking kicks in, but like I couldn't cause like the goal was just 22. It wasn't like I needed the right perfect episode. So I think for a lot of people, they just are like, it's so easy to get in your own head. Like, who am I? No one cares. Like yep. that's what will come up inevitably at some point. Uh, and, 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 and with, that. and with podcasts for especially people that are, we're talking about here coming from social to creating a podcast, there are less signals that are validating you and your, <laughs> uh, you're validating this content for you publicly. Like, the shares, the likes, the the re, the the reach, all the all of that stuff that we're usually getting, it's 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 a whole different experience when you're publishing a podcast. So it has to be in like there has to be an internal drive for like like putting in the reps, staying consistent, and and like just improving your process. Yeah, and and like another word for that when I hear you say like there's signals because I think that too, or I notice that too, is like dopamine. There's less dopamine we get when we publish podcasts because yeah. we don't aren't we aren't hit with notifications like forget like, about it like oh it's up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah it published yeah that's cool um it's you know like what else is going on it's not like yeah. we get pinged with notifications no one's gonna be like uh you Flipping know like, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're not like refreshing usually you're not like refreshing a podcast stats page like ah, how many did i get you know like it's yep. slower and the stats are kind of mysterious and you don't see other people's stats like all social media platforms you see other people's stats with podcasts yeah. it's not like that and it's uh it's kind of a nice thing a little bit to be honest yeah, when you're right? starting because you like don't feel like you're this like like when you're just starting on other platforms, it's clearly like, oh, no one yeah. gets, no <laughs> one cares about his stuff. But like for the podcast, you're like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, does it have <laughs> a million downloads or is like, yeah, you will never know. I could be a yeah. secret podcast. Okay, but like, and to add to that, sometimes I'll look up podcasts, their social media, and like their social media, like, like okay, so there's a website called, I'm probably saying it wrong, but I think it's called Graftrion where it shows like how much like Patreon uh, Patreon people who have Patreons are like making per month. And it's like a lot, like you wouldn't believe some of these podcasts, how much monthly reoccurring money they're making. And I'll like look up their like Instagram and their Instagram is like, like by all accounts, so boring, barely updated. They're breaking all the rules. They got two likes. I love that. 300 followers, no engagement except like spam and you can see like they got or and same with YouTube. Like it's not like they have some huge YouTube following, but you can see they're making like thirty thousand dollars a month from Patreon subscribers. Um so there is like some truth to that of like just because you have a podcast and it, it doesn't always reflect to social media. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I love that. Uh, and there's so many different, I mean, like you said, like there's really any way that you, I, I think after those 22 shows that you, that you, that, that you, that you push through and you get up, uh, you learn a lot about uh, like, oh, the length of show that I really like creating is 15 minutes as opposed to what I thought was going to be, you know, a little bit, you know, longer. Um, and as you're doing them, you can start to see just like, you know, I talk about sports a lot, but like, you know, if you're playing like basketball, right? Like you start to get a feel for the moves that work for you and then you just implement them more. And, and it's really like a, like you build your own home, right? Like yeah. you build it exactly how that, uh, in a way that's exciting for you. So the one question I have is, all right, so maybe this person starts to get some momentum. Um, they're, they're starting to like, okay, I can really market this. I, I see the angle. Uh, what is the, uh, this is a bit selfishly for me too. What, what would be like a, um, marketing a podcast yeah uh because you don't get all those signals it it feels to me like and i've seen even a lot of big podcast creators talk about this uh they're like i don't know how to market a podcast uh yeah. <laughs> what, what i've what i've noticed about people that have like the biggest podcast they got famous from doing something else <laughs> yeah you know like yeah. like so, so someone asked me was like Yo, what's the best way to market a podcast i'm like uh, be popular for doing something else and then start a podcast it, because it is, I don't, it's harder to market. So I'm curious, like, what are some tips? Let's just say a modest goal of 10,000 listeners a month. Yeah. Is that well, modest? Um, is that modest? It's kind of modest. Like, um, well, it depends like for who, for someone and, starting a new, a new show, a newer yeah. show that is, doesn't really have a, 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 a a huge following. That's a big um, goal. That's a big goal. And like, yeah. I would say that, um, well, it's like, um, like who they're like audience, who they're talking to. Do they have an existing audience? Existing audience yeah. for like 10,000 listeners a month definitely plays a role. Like how fast you could get there. Um, because podcast discovery sucks. Like people, yes. You know, how often do you just like, you know, usually hear it referred. There's different ways you discover a podcast, but it's not like you're scrolling through TikTok and then you're like looking for a podcast. Like your intention isn't behind. Dude, how podcast. many times? Like I know, I know that you're in the business, um, so I'm curious. <laughs> you have the agency content clips, yeah, right, and you create clips for people's podcasts, yeah. What? Uh, I, I almost skipped the other question, uh, but this is still a line. Like, mm -hmm. I like sometimes I feel like the people that follow the clips don't always usually like they just watch the clip. Like the clip is like a different yeah. a different way of consuming content, but it doesn't necessarily convert to the audio or the long form listeners. A hundred percent. Yeah. So. Yeah, like, <laughs> um, we're talking like three things at once, and I hope this still makes sense. Yeah, yeah, answer so, all of the questions. <laughs> yeah, and I can, I can. I'm just like hoping if you're listening, you're like, all right, I'm tracking, I'm tracking with him. He's a podcaster, so I'm good. He's a podcaster, so I feel like I can push him a little bit, and, oh, uh, and we can dance Dude, yeah, around Yeah, I'm you. like loving this. So, so I'm going to answer your question, but before I do, let me go back for one sec. And I say yes to <laughs> okay, what you okay, just okay. said, like not... People uh, are exclusively like they are exclusively watching the clips. That's accurate. 
Um, but it's not a hundred percent. So like, mm. we'll go back to real quick, like three steps for like people that have podcasts, like big podcasts, they're usually famous from something else. Right. So like, why are all podcasts or why are so many like celebrities, you know, like people with already existing audiences getting into podcasts? Like, why do you think that's the case? Why do I think that? Yeah. Oh, because it's way more sustainable. And they have the audience built in and they go from doing like a Emma Chamberlain where it's like she's getting burned out making all of these vlogs. And then this is just a way more sustainable for format for her to be able to just like free flow her thoughts and 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 just, you know, and and publish it. And then it's also more evergreen. Um, it's like the type of like podcast to people batch listen to so once you find a show you like they usually go in or batch binge you, you go back in i like if i find a new host that i like you know, i listen to a lot of fitness podcasts i'm like i'm like so stoked to go through like their whole catalog um i i, I think creators like that so most of social media is based on like what's relevant what's going on now but podcasts are more like yeah dude a, a show from last year like if it's like a topic that I'm excited about, like I'll definitely listen to it. So I think it's like the sustainable way of creating content that creators that have built audiences are excited, like excited about. And it's easier to um, sell like for bigger creators to sponsorships for, so they can just sell these, like these placements in their shows. They can sell 10 in a row. Like where like if, Emma's doing 10 different vlogs. They're all different, all different, different concepts. Like some can't be monetized because they're like using certain things. Like you, you see this a lot in like TV shows. So Rob Dyrdek, right? Mm -hmm. He went from, he kind of creates like, the, uh, he had Fantasy Factory and now he, he, then he created the, the, the awesomeness show because he could, oh, ridiculous. they were like yeah. serialized. Right, like yeah. he could record like a bunch at the same time. Podcasts are that same way too. Some of these creators they can build, record twelve in a weekend, and that's three months of content, and they can just go chill and do their businesses and like, you know, take selfies or whatever. <laughs> yeah, dude, totally. And it's like, yeah, I love how you explain that because, um, because took me a minute. <laughs> no, but like it, like it makes so much sense. And like sometimes I think, like even for myself, uh, who's in this stuff a lot. And I think anyone listening, like sometimes it's just like hearing, even if like we might know something or like agree on something, it's like, oh yeah, like that is like, it seems smarter to just make podcasts. Um, if you're a creator, like why not? It's like kind of like a low hanging fruit in a way, right? Like, let me just make this thing. It, like all the reasons you just listed. Um, and so for, yep. yeah. So like people that already have platforms, it makes sense. And then if you don't have a platform, though, like, does it still make sense for me? Maybe people might be asking, like, well, I don't have that. Like, or maybe I do have, like, just a TikTok audience, but my Instagram audience isn't, like, as huge or something. Um, like, should I still do it? Or I do it and, like, I don't know how to market it. You know, like, uh, you can do all that and, like, the marketing part can still be tricky. Even if you have an audience, it can still be tricky to, like, how the heck do I market this thing? Do I make yep. clips? How do I do it? Um so yeah, so what were we talking about? <laughs> zero to ten thousand. Yeah. Zero to we're 10, getting ten thousand listeners. Let's say the podcast is about it, it's for solo creators. It's hosted by this dude that doesn't really know what he's doing that much, but he he loves it. <laughs> love <laughs> and uh, and yeah. and he has a lot of great guests on. He does solo shows, uh, and then um, 
yeah, l- l- let's say. <laughs> what, what's the goal, like, um, like business side? What's the what's this solo creator? This handsome solo creator. This <laughs> forgot to mention this, that yeah. <laughs> this classy solo creator that is doesn't even feel like a solo because it feels like more like family. But yeah, <laughs> um, your BFF. Yeah, yep. yeah, um, yeah. You remind me a lot of this solo creator. Um, yeah. <laughs> what like what's his business goals like? Does he, you know, oh, what's, well, what's he selling? Question. You know, just like that's uh, what. Let's reverse engineer this. Um. I think for the show, that's a great question. That's a really great I, – I actually don't – that's a whole different question. But that, those are good questions for anyone that's listening that is like, <laughs> all right, like why am I – why do I want 10000 Uh My thing is like – so I, I am getting a bunch of creator economy like companies that want to sponsor my content. And I know that I think like 10000 is a number where I could – I could charge you. I, I'm already able to charge a good bit because of my audience. It's it's not that big, but everyone that listens, they most people that listen have like a lot of followers. Like there, a lot of this is what I get a lot from my show. It's people that have just built audiences, and now they're like, I didn't know I was going to build an audience. Now what? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, and then my show kind of yeah. clues them into these conversations to help them think about their brand in a different way. And um, tr- we trust. So, like I'm in your audience. Like we trust you. You know. Like we trust that yeah. you're not like one of. We trust that you're one of the good ones in the industry yeah, yeah. that seem like anybody can I, say I anything. Appreciate that. You know. Like I'm like Tom's not like gonna steer me like. He's not going to like pop up and then I'm not going to like say any names, but like someone that's like maybe like a snake oil salesman and be like, and Tom's like, I endorse this guy hundred percent. You know, like you, there's yeah. like values, like you put your values forward, you know? Um, I appreciate that. And, th- and that is, um, yeah. And that's the type of person that, uh, I would like to connect. I, I think, I think the route is probably digital products. So, mm-hmm in the process of creating like a like a hundred and fifty dollar digital product. I don't know exactly what it is yet. That's also something that's a whole nother conversation. Uh and then yeah, sponsors telling selling two sponsorship sh- slots a show, uh I think uh would be w- would be a nice a, n- a nice little extra income that I could then reinvest into the newsletter and like other assets that I want to create. Yeah. So with podcasts like that's two different directions, right? Like there's many ways to monetize a podcast, digital products, which I have like a lot of experience in. And, and that's like something, you know, that's one way to like, you could just sponsor yourself if you were starting out and you're like, I don't know, brand deals. How, how how does that work for you? Like, do you get a lot of people purchasing your course from your podcast? Yes and no. So like, um, usually like, like how I look at podcasts and this is more, um, this is more through like if you were selling your own like products and services. So I look at podcasts like it's not for me. I don't look at it like I'm selling somebody on the podcast. I look at the podcast is also going to people who have already bought from me. So it's talking to like mm. two groups of people. It's not like a sales pitch. It's literally like if someone already bought like or our current clients, they're going to be listening too. So I want to talk to them the same way I would talk to someone if they didn't buy anything from me because it's I'm offering value. And especially now where like so much is available, that approach to me, I think stands out because people are like, they feel that difference. It's not like, A, like you got to, if you want, you know, to go to the level two, you got to buy this thing. Like I'll share the same exact things. You're just getting like, 
I make digital products and that those things take time and money. So I can't just like give everything away. Um, so I still charge for my time and money, but like, as far as the podcast and the value I add in there, I don't see a difference between like, you know, um, who's listening of like, yep, you know, um, but you, I still can easily like plug in, a, a something that I'm selling, um, or whatever the call to action is, um, of what I want someone to do with brand. Like if you're going more like the, and you can do both. I'm not saying like you got to pick one or the other, if you're going to sell a digital product or if you're going to get brand deals. Um, but if you're doing both, just something to consider is like, it might just be just a little bit slower because there's, you know, a learning curve to digital products and there's a learning curve to like brand deals and sponsorships and just managing expectations throughout, like how much am I realistically going to get from brand deals and sponsorships? And if you haven't put a lot of like effort into digital products, uh, there's, you know, very little, uh, well, basically any, like just make something in 20 minutes and then sell it to me is like not a reality. Like, you know, if, you want to lose people but if you want to like create something that like actually has some time and effort and like it's going to take more than just 20 minutes um so there's a little bit of a learning curve there too um so the podcast is like a vehicle to deliver value um you can attach your own value that you like monetize through brands you know know that you're delivering that value and it's like a valuable thing like if you deliver a bunch of value and naturally they're like that reciprocation, right? Like the marketing psychology of like, now I want to do this. Also the trust level of podcasts is so much higher because it's more intimate. Um, so that, yep. and like, that's why advertising is so popular with podcasts. Cause we like, we trust you. If I listen to you for an hour, I'm going to trust you way more than a quick TikTok video I saw about something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, yeah. So I, I think the route, <sighs> And and because there are already companies that, um, so I, I've done the brand deal route with short form content, and I don't like doing brand deals short with short form content. I, it, it makes no sense to me, especially as like a creator educator. It gets makes more maybe more sense for like entertainers that can like kind of weave it in in like a fun like creative way, but like short from content the brand deal is the video it, yeah. it's like it's the whole thing like there's no time it's like, like hard <laughs> yeah yeah but in seconds it's like i find going from doing that to like doing a, a brand read for a podcast that i read once and i can run it for every single show that month like and get pay, paid pretty similarly like is a is an exciting idea to, to yeah. me uh especially if i believe in the in the in the the brand. So like I'll have people reach out because they see on my TikToks and like I kinda wanna be like, hey, this is how you can work with me. This is what I offer. It's twelve slots. And I know that, you know, the more audience that I have, like obviously like not always, but like it's it's definitely more compelling for them to to pay me pay me a little bit more. Yeah. Like this might be helpful for you and just anyone listening. Like I tr I try to think of things I think objectively or subjectively. Um but like when you do brand deals and you offer like a product or service, some like you can, you take up mental real estate in people's minds, right? Like I'm thinking of you, Tom, before I go to bed. No, uh, like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I think of like someone in my head, right? And like, I kind of associate certain products or things like that. For me personally speaking, I can't speak for everybody, but like for me, I didn't really, I wasn't super aware that you had like products or services you offered. I know that like, I kind of saw you is more of like brand deals, I guess. And maybe it's like, 
maybe it's how many like, you know, touch points you have around, you know, making a, a conversation around that, you know, like in here we are talking about yeah. your products and services on a podcast. This feels really meta with a guy who works in podcasting, uh, uh, but like about your products and services, which I didn't know about. And that's part of, and this isn't an ad, but like, uh, yeah. Existential crisis. I really, well, that's the thing. I really don't like, that's another thing. That's yeah. another, that's, I, I honestly go back and forth. Sometimes I'm just like, I, I'll just, maybe the goal is just to do, get like this biggest audience as possible mm-hmm. and go crazy with the brand deals. You yeah. know, the other one is like, maybe I just go very specific and make it about this thing. And I make <laughs> yeah. a course and like, I yeah. make, I like, I go back and forth with that all the time. Dude, I, <laughs> I, I know what you mean. It like, and it's funny cause like, I don't know if this is, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like, is it like, wh- which one's easier? Which one's smarter? Which one should I be doing? Which one's like, what direction should I go? You know? Yeah. Is, are you asking me? Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. I, I kind of said that weird, but yeah, I guess I am asking you. Wait, what's the question? Like how, um, like why, why do you consider that? Like, is it, are you wondering like, what's the easiest route to go or like, Oh, well, I, I, I do see both of, I I do get the idea of like, yo, focusing on one and optimizing for that. Uh, I do know that brands want to work with me. Like I, I, like they want to work with me for multiple reasons. Um, consulting with them to help them find creators and creator strategy. I get that a lot. And then they a lot of there's a lot of competitive brands in the creator economy, and there's not that many like you said like non snake oil type salesman types that are like uh, I mean there there's a good there's a good amount there's a, there's a there's a good amount of them, but there's a lot of people selling fluff, and I think that brands like they they connect they have like you know people they get it they're like yo we want to work with him in some way we just don't know how <laughs> you know and like. Um, so that's that's one thing, but then I also do love the idea of digital products, like selling templates, selling like like a, a, I, for some reason I like the hundred to hundred and fifty dollar uh, price point. I do have some product ideas for podcasters, like like yours is like a more of a um, like a master course, like yeah. kind of covering everything. I wouldn't do that again if I if I knew better. <laughs> what uh, like all of the stuff? Yeah, I would not do that again. Like it's like so, so the, way I'm better curious, to start like, out so specific, like. I, I could come up with like multiple product ideas for you. Maybe we collaborate like, on a product idea. That would be super <laughs> fun. And like, and I, I know like uh, a little bit ago, I was like, oh, like if you create it in 20 minutes, there's nothing wrong with creating it in 20 minutes. It's just like, at least it, just, it doesn't matter about the length of time it takes to make it. It's more like, is this useful to somebody? And like, that's dictated if they buy it. Um, and like, yeah, I wouldn't do like a master podcasting thing again because it's way better. Like you, you could make way more if you just made it like, here's how podcasters can get brand deals. Here's how I did it. Like I just bought a course that's called, uh, it's like productize yourself or something. It was like an $150 range. I productize myself kind of with content clips of like making a subscription service for short form videos. Um, although it's like a company, it's not just me making the videos. Um, and that happened really fast. And I was like, Oh, someone else is doing it. 150 bucks is like literally nothing because I'm like, if there's one or two insights I get from that on how he did it and he's doing it alone, I don't want to do it alone. Um, like that, that's worth it to me. That's a no brainer. I love that sweet spot of like cost. Do you think that there's a big enough market for people? 
Like I, I've thought about that. Like, uh, get sponsors for your podcast. Like a ninety nine dollar, just like, like nuts and bolts, step by step. Is there a big enough market for? Like this is this this is this is what my maybe limiting belief mind goes to. It goes to, all right. One is there enough people in that like kind of sweet spot where they've started a podcast that are rolling enough that they're able to then get sponsors. Like the, like. Yeah. Well, that. And question, then, how do I get in front of? How do I get in front of them? Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's too far ahead. So, like, okay. you're like, um, so I, I've been like thinking about this idea, like in sales, they call like sales prevention, which is like things that you do maybe unknowingly sometimes that prevent someone from buying something. And I've been playing yeah. around with this idea of listener prevention, like things podcasters do that prevent people from listening to their podcast. And that's more around marketing. With what you're talking about, would be like product sales prevention, it doesn't matter. Like people might be in their mind planning a podcast. They might've never got a microphone. They might've not signed up for Spotify for podcasters. They should still be able to buy and have access to your course if you want. You know, I bought some like dumb products that like maybe have helped me out a lot. Um, but like at the time, the person who made them, like I wasn't, they might've been like marketed towards women in their forties who have yeah. three children and I bought it like, you know, and it's got like flowers and the aesthetic is nothing that matched up with me. So you can't think about like, you know, is there enough? It really comes down to like um, starting like, I guess, full circle MVP of like just starting out small and making it. And then also, you you know, you can do different things like a wait list, gauge interest around there. So like people can sign up, you could do a pre-order, you could do, you know, um, some type of way where you can get at least a little bit of proof. Um, yeah. All right. Let, let, let's, let's talk, let's talk more um, specific products then. Let, let's yeah. brainstorm. We're kind of going off on a tangent, but I like it <laughs> specific, like, like specific things for the podcasters like journey. The one yeah. thing is um, I, I think uh, is, is the part of like hosting the show, mm -hmm. uh, uh, asking questions. Yeah. Um, Dude, I yeah. think that, I think that there's something there, yeah. At least like ways of thinking. I don't know how much you could sell. Like th then it's when I get to, oh, how can I sell that? How much can I sell that for? And then like, and like I'm like, yeah, yeah kind of go down that. Um, I I thought that that could be a fun one because there are things that I I did early on that, that then just became second nature mm -hmm. that I don't have to think about anymore. Like there's yeah. this one concept called I call the I call it the mental highlighter. Mm -hmm. So. Like if someone says something, if you're talking, I'll like literally mentally highlight like two words, huh. knowing that I want to like put uh put the the you know zoom in on that yeah um and I take those two words and then I just like kind of keep them in my mind and not the whole question. So then when you're finished talking, I'm like, can you expand on the 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 blue microphone that you yeah, yeah. like whatever like um so i use a mental highlighter a lot uh there's like certain things like that i'm like i'm like i feel like this could help people i don't know yeah and you don't totally know until you put it out there you know and like with content clips for example i had like launched things before that and i knew it was good because like literally the first person i was like uh within five minutes of coming up with the idea i dm'd a friend on instagram i was like I just got this domain contentclips.com. Like, is this a good idea? She's like, how much? And I'm like, like she already wanted to sign up and I'm like, Whoa, that's cool. And then like an hour later I had someone sign up and I'm like, that's how, you know, it's like that's really amazing. sticky. 
Yeah, of like, yeah. Oh, I don't even need to convince myself because the proof is in the response. Um, you know, and Podcast Academy was not quite like that. Um, it was more like people just asking me general questions, and I'm like, I need one place to put everything because I'm getting questions from every different area of podcasting. Um, and I'm tired of like reinventing like a response every time. And I want to help people rather than like a message. Um, so I think like looking, uh, I know this might sound a little obvious, uh, and I don't mean it to sound like overly obvious, but like really looking at like the problems people have and then trying to provide like a simple solution. And I know with content clips, cause like it went from like zero to like a six figure business really fast. Um, I know it because like it was like a, a simple solution in simplicity. Like I can't say enough, the s- more simple it is, like the more awesome it is, like no need to make it fancy. Yeah. Well, I, when I saw, I, dude, we're, we're about to round, but I love it. Um, So you're, uh, when you, I first signed up for content clips, you like, you make it very simple to sign up and you, it says like, share a link of one of your episodes or something like that. And then I made it easier since then too. And you make a clip for the person and it like, yeah. Right. Like you give like a test clip and like show exactly like what it would be like working with you. And I was like, Oh, this is a, yeah, this is a banger. (laughs) Yeah. That's my like sales call. Like instead of trying to convince anybody, I turned like down 25% of the people that come through content clips. Although not, currently because I'm testing out like a different way where like you can buy it without getting an example. But content clips is like built on like an example clip. Instead of me doing sales calls, I'm an introvert despite working in podcasting. Um, I'm like, so like me, I'm like, I'll, I'll stealthily pick your brand, make it into a clip, give you back an example. Uh, instead of like trying to convince you on a 45 minute sales call on like why you need content clips. I'm like, why don't I just show you? Um, and that has worked really well um, because there's no Dude. convincing. It's like, it just shows you an idea. And then honestly, from like relationship wise, like uh, it's built on like, <laughs> I want people to trust me because then they have like less, less revisions and it's just less problems. Like it doesn't need to be problematic. So like if people, if red, any red flags come up, I can disqualify people so that it's like, Hey, um, this is not a good fit. I would recommend these companies. Not that it's like, they're a problem. It's literally just a fit problem. And the way it's keep it simple and the way I can like offer it at a certain price and the way I can scale this is not by having so much customization that it becomes like this whole new thing. I don't want people to have to like mm-hmm. micromanage anything. That's smart. I don't want to have to do like zoom calls on like recaps and things like that. We can cover it in emails, but like, let's just make this a smooth scalable process. Yeah. You did that smart. Um, and then so the content clips, I like, oh, I, I have a lot of directions I want to take this. Um, you guys do do great work and I highly recommend it. Um, where, where can people sign up? Contentclips.com. Uh, or, or, or yeah. Contentclips.com. Yeah. So go check it out. Uh, I, I, wanna, I do want to come back to, because I know we bounced around a lot, is like, is, is a couple like key things that we I, I know not not quick hacks but like things we can put in motion in order to get that goal of 10,000 monthly listeners yeah. let's say um going from a thousand monthly to 10,000 like what are the 
things that we, we should be focusing on and what are the distractions? Yeah. <laughs> so the distractions is like making content, thinking that people are going to find your podcast by accident. That is like just hoping. Don't do that. And it's like yeah. everyone defaults to that because it's awkward because we feel, I don't know about you, but like even for me, I'm like, sometimes I feel like I'm selling my podcast. I'm like, come check out my podcast. Bro, your podcast is so valuable. Like, you don't even know. Like, you were in it and you made the thing. So you're like, it's like you're talking about your art and you're like hanging out your picture. You're like, yeah, I just made this and like, you know, it only took me 36 hours. Uh, like, <laughs> you know, or it only took me 30 years, my whole life to make this piece of art. It's like, it's harder for you to do it. But if I'm talking about your podcast like I am right now, it's so easy for me to like be like, dude, Tom, your podcast is amazing. People need this. Like you're doing a disservice by people not being able to know about this. So it's not that like, I get it. It's like kind of awkward and it feels like you're, but it, it, I just want you to know, and any podcast you're listening, like your podcast is extremely valuable and it's not like you're selling anybody anything. Like you're providing value and it's like, not like they're not, you're not putting anyone into debt by like them listening to your podcast. You're not hurting anybody. And I think with so, creators, it's it's hard. So you're saying like be a little bit more shameless about it. Uh, totally, but like even for me, yeah. Like I shared, I shared like one to my story this week, and I'm like, uh, was that enough? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Like, I'm dude. like, I feel like I'm saying it too much to people, <laughs> dude. Creators, I love, and and I like categorize myself as a creator as well. And like, I, it's like we'll do a brand, th- like you do a brand thing, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna figure out how to do this brand, and then it's like your own stuff. It's like. Oof, I don't know how I'm going to fit my podcast in this. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like why is it like Dude, that? I, I have amazing ideas for other people's content yeah. and shows. And then like when it comes to mine, I'm like, nah, like nah, there's more important like, things to do. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, what? Okay. If um, yeah. And I'll just yeah. say like, last thing is like the direct call to action too of just sharing a story. I'm, I don't have like a, a ton of followers on TikTok, and like a few thousand. And I made one post about my journey of making content clips, 30 seconds, 45 seconds, that one post, I'm not exaggerating. There's no like snake oil. I'm not not even selling like anything, a course on making anything. Um, I want to say like roughly generated me 25K or more, like by that one post. It put me in touch with brands I would have never met that didn't, weren't following me. It just showed up in there for you. It put me in uh, touch with an insurance company that ended up hiring content clips I put me in yep. touch with amazing people by one post because I was like, and I still have it pinned on my page. So if you go to digital podcast here, you'll see me. Cause I'm like, I, this made me some money. I'm not like taking this down. Uh, but I'm like, I, I think I that that's it. something that I could do more is a little bit more of like the behind the scenes of the show, like yeah. kind of a little bit like storytelling around like, yeah, just some of the stuff of like building a show, especially yourself, because yeah. of the lane that I'm in, it's around content. So like people that are like, or just like meta, one you know. thing you learn, like, um, I'd yeah. be curious to know, like, I'd be like, you know, what episode number you're on. Like, this is what I learned after X amount of episodes, you know? Yeah. Um, and takeaways, like your takeaways as a host are really well, but just incorporating ways to talk about what you're doing just simply does it. People just, again, assume people with huge TikTok followings I talk to, they're like, but not a lot convert to the podcast. And I'm like, cause you're not talking about it. And, and just like simply doesn't mean you have to sell it. Don't, you know, try to make it very natural. Just be like, you know, behind the scenes, your journey so far, the more you talk about it, the more people will be like, oh, because everybody is looking for a new podcast to binge. 
and there's like a shortage of, of great podcasts to listen to, even though they're out there, but we have a, a hard time finding them. Okay. So what, what about two, two other things paid, yeah. uh, paid ads, uh, how well they convert and is it like, yeah, like the, is the quality of the subscribers that like someone that actually yeah. is going to you know be down with your show. And then the other one is for someone is you have this TikTok account. Should you make a, a podcast only short form account? So like yeah. for me, I have bonus footage. Should I create one just for the Oops. podcast? Yeah. So yeah. paid is tricky because if you don't have a clear path on like how you're going to monetize, um, there's like a term with paid ads, ROAS, return on ad spend, which is basically like you spend a dollar, you get back $3, right? With podcasts, yeah. it's hard to like calculate that. So, you know, I've talked and I'm not like a paid ad expert. I've just, I've just talked to them on podcasts. <laughs> I've just talked to them and basically like I always get like weird responses about them because they don't really know how to handle it. And I've kind of formulated my own kind of approach on that. So it's tricky. Uh, if you just also like say no one's heard of you and you're like, here's my podcast. They're like, good for you. Uh, <laughs> but to get someone to like buy in, it's so much harder. So if you are going to go the paid ads route, you're probably better off like doing a, like a pro specific episode, not like a whole show because a whole show is harder to sell. Um, but then with those specific episodes, how many of those people, you know, are repeat or are going to turn into regular listeners? That a lot depends on how you have your show set up. So if you have a lot of inside jokes and like, you know, yep. you don't really treat each episode like uh, people could be listening in for the first time, you're probably not going to have much success with those paid ads because they're not going to then convert to regular listeners. So that's why like paid ads are tricky. So I don't know that I don't recommend them. It's just nuanced. If you have a budget for it, you know, clearly like Meghan Markle, had, you know, her they had a whole budget when she rolled out her podcast and they did paid ads. Yeah, and she's, you know, and she's established. Yeah. So when someone sees an ad, like they, they, they get what's, yeah, you know, they're what going to being sold. The immediately. trust is already built, but if someone's yes. cold, you know, and they've never heard of you, they've never seen you before in their life, or they maybe saw one or two TikTok videos, then them becoming a podcast listener is still going to be tough. But for your like yeah. followers, that's why sharing your journey. Cause people will start to buy in on like who you are. What about paying for? This is what I've heard. So, I, I, yeah, I've heard that pay doesn't really work that well. Um, I, I've heard even people with bigger shows, even if they do get like a like an initial jump, uh, it usually like it, you know evens off, and it's like it's like hard to retain that yeah. person as like a as like a like it's like what I so I I try to reverse engineer it. Like I'm like one, I usually trust other creators. Um, so like a one, I want to experiment with paying for newsletters yes. uh, and seeing what that return is like, cause there's a lot of newsletters in the creator economy. But the other one that I've heard works too is people doing like uh swaps. So like yes. me, I would promote yours on my show. You would like, like doing actual brand reads because you're, you're also guaranteed to get in front of a person that consumes content in that style. That's so shorts, way. not you're not guaranteed that everyone there is like into long form co content consumption. But if you're marketing in the type of platform that they're already like they already built habits around consuming, yeah, you might get a better return. Yeah, and like think like listener behavior. You know, I love I love that you brought that up. Um, podcast swaps are huge, and it could be yeah, it's just something like we talk about 
you know, each other's podcasts, or you could intentionally be like, Hey, for the next five episodes, I'm going to include you in on my reads. Think about like the listener behavior too, or Substack is a great one that has done this now. After you subscribe to one email newsletter, a pop-up with like three more will be like, you might also be interested in these. And you're like, whoa, I don't even know these, but okay. So when it comes to podcasts, like think about listener behavior. They enter your podcast. Someone is got their app open. I came to your episode. I hit the episode. If you say like 45 minutes in or even like five minutes in, uh, hey, you might like, um, you know, whatever podcast, uh, they've already like, they might be doing the dishes. Cause I like, I'll listen to podcasts while I'm doing the dishes. Um, they might be cleaning, folding laundry. So think like if you're gonna, um, you know, throw those in, it might be a good idea. It might be more valuable to add them at the very beginning when like people are still in there. Cause they might be like, Oh, let me go hit subscribe real quick. Yo, I think I just invented a tool for podcasts. <laughs> what is it? What can you say? Um, is someone going to uh, steal it? What's that? Is, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I want someone to steal it or, or reach out to us and like we'll partner and yeah. consult and advise on it. Um, so the concept would be so like I've seen that with Substack, uh, ConvertKit does that now mm-hmm. where there's like a, almost a creator network that mm-hmm. like each when you sign up to a podcast, it like or like a newsletter, it recommends like five more that are similar. Yeah. We could create like a very simple tool that's like it would be like known as like the tool that's like the first link in all your podcast episodes. It's three other podcast recommendations. Yeah. And so yeah. like you and I would partner, like me and like two other people, like and you kind of have like this ongoing thing that you do a little brand re- you'd mention it and like you click it and like it comes up easy and it just makes it really easy to subscribe to each one. Almost like a um would it be almost like a podcast link tree? Up yes. A very, very similar, yeah. but it would be, yeah, like it would feel seamless. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be, it would be like a podcast link tree, but it would almost be this like this network thing. Like, so say I'm a new uh, podcaster, I can sign up to it and I can see other people that are in like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know how that would entirely work. It's, it's kind of like a blue sky idea, yeah. uh, no, dude, I but like this. I could sign up and I could see other people that are in similar, like a similar lane as me and I could almost like request a swap yeah. and they can decide and like, and maybe see my analytics or something and they can decide like, Oh yeah, that'd be a, that'd be an easy swap. I, I don't know. I think that something like that, because I see a lot of the big podcast networks doing those types of swaps more manually. Mm -hmm. But if there was like a tool that would help like more of the beginner creators do that, I don't know. It could be, it could be a fun, a fun tool. If someone wants to reach out to us, we will gladly uh, advise. Oh yeah. (laughs) yeah, There's been a couple like projects where I'm like, I'm just a passionate about podcasts. Do you want to have a lot of like insight? And so one guy's like, what do you want money wise? Like this ex Apple podcast. I was like, Honestly, I don't even know how to ask like <laughs> with with your guys' level of stuff. So I'm like, well, I'll assume. But that would be awesome. The one, you know, there's there's things to consider. Like everyone listens on like a different app. So you have to take that into consideration on like how yep. how many taps to get to something. But yeah, yeah, yeah dude, yeah, I yeah. love that idea. The eventually, uh, is key. the goal would be eventually that one of the apps would like buy it and integrate it into theirs. Yeah. You know, like it yeah. would be a function. Yeah. They would they would probably not buy it. They'd probably just steal it and do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right>. but, <laughs> like, but like you see that, guys. like a lot like I mean, yeah. even Anchor. Anchor started and then then uh uh Spotify bought them and they were like, yo, we're we're yeah. literally just gonna take your functionality and, and, and make 
make it our own. But like I've thought about that, dude. Just if someone can come up with tools to help solo creators market their podcast, I think that I, I, there's there's going to be a lot that come out that that people make a lot of money on. Why yeah. not us? <laughs> Why not us? Like that's literally who should be doing it rather than some you know huge yeah. company that yeah. Dude, I'm, I love that idea. Uh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be texting. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll jam on that. We'll, yeah. we'll jam on some more. What was the other question? Paid, um, um, oh, separate channel for clips. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a good one because a lot of people that that's that's a common question that people have. Yeah. So separate channel for clips. I think that's a. Uh, it depends, you know, on your resources. If you can like maintain some people, dude. Making clips is a lot. Like I have a clip making company, and it's a lot, dude. Like people just. If you're doing it all yourself, might be better just to keep it on the one. Um, but yeah. if you have like help, then having a second one might make sense too. I like taking the YouTube approach to it. Like YouTube suggests having a second channel for clips if they think that your clips are gonna like deter your main audience on your main channel. So I kind of it's like such different content. Yeah, yeah, like and I think the same with like TikTok. Like I know some people, uh, some podcasters I work with, they're like they're not going to post the clips on their main page because their main page might be just a different vibe and that's okay. So maybe second channel would be perfect in that sense. What about for my, I'm asking for me. I would like <laughs> as, and as a, as a follower, I would just sub simply subscribe to the second one, but I wouldn't yeah. be like, Oh, it's a podcast one. It's all about the packaging. Like people get clips wrong when they try to make it a podcast clip. It's like, try to make it, just a clip for the platform and people are like, you can't refurbish content. Mm. You can refurbish content. Just like focus on the, the user experience inside the app and like, don't be like, so if it, it's just all about the packaging, if you package it right and you kind of like just, you know, cause in videos, like videos you make, you can hook, you know, the viewer right away. Um, you got to figure out how to do that with the clips, but I, I wouldn't be annoyed if I saw your clips on your main channel, you know? Um, yeah okay cool so yeah and that's what i've i've uh i, I think because i'm like the clips are like it's very similar content the one thing that i would do if i had a separate channel i'd probably just go a little bit more ham with making more clips which is like, cool since yeah. it would be yeah since it would be focused on the podcast like people are used to kind of seeing like a more of a flow of like podcast yeah. type clips yeah i would i would be a little bit more shameless there yeah. because i know it's all about the podcast i like that idea a lot that freedom uh is huge you know like dude, i have multiple accounts where i'll just test stuff for fun those ones always yep. end up doing way better than like anything i make for my own accounts get way more views um that freedom is huge and like underrated yeah. Okay. Cool. That's that's good, man. Yo, this this conversation is awesome. Um, I I I will definitely continue to find ways to work together here. Uh, but for for now, it's content clips. If you want to work with Dylan, it's listen to his podcast, Digital Podcaster Podcast, the podcast <laughs> newsletter. Is that dot com? Yeah. And then get the course, Podcast Academy. Uh, is there? Is there uh, we? I'll put the link in the description for that. And then, if, if is there is there uh, any any coupon that we could give the audience? Um, not to put you on the spot. Yeah, I can I'll cut make it one out right after. <laughs> okay, wait. You make up the coupon code, and I'll add it right after this. Bonus footage. All caps. Is it case sensitive? All caps. And it's going to be a footage. surprise discount because who knows when you're listening at this point? It could be in like. But yeah, you got to go footage. see. It'll be a surprise you go see discount. The deal. 
surprise yeah. discount. And cool. it'll be good because if you're listening this far and you're a listener of Tom, you're my people. So yep. this was awesome. Thanks for having me on, Tom. Amazing. Dylan, thanks so much, thanks so much for being on the show.